Welcome to All Things D&D Story Dungeon, where we share amazing Dungeons & Dragons stories with you every two days. Now heading inside the dungeon, we have... I just joined a 3.5 game. We have a barbarian, a cleric, a rogue, and a wizard. The DM is a cool guy and is good with handling larger characters. I get the okay to finally run my dream character. I bust out the Savage Species book. The party is worried about what overpowered monstrosity I'm pulling out of my ass. Meet Loom, the level 1 Trent. He grows in size with each level, large at level 6 and huge at level 12. He's going to become the big strong tree he was meant to be. The party is okay with the decision, and so we set off. The DM throws a typical kobold and dragon cult dungeon crawl at us first. Being an odd semi-tank, since he's not big yet and isn't proficient in anything, but he does have good armor. He doubles as an ambusher, since nobody expected the little tree to hit them. He gets more strength and constitution with every level. My bark is as strong as my bite. At level 6 he transitions into a full tank, since becoming large and gaining plus 8 natural armor. He's now wiser and used to the world he inhabits. He starts passively growing fruit and becomes extra protective to his bark-covered kin. Loom begins to lecture the party on nature and trees, drops plant puns whenever possible. The cultists don't get his humor, and he complains about the party leaving him out on a limb. He smashes all of the disrespectful little creatures. I take a dalliance into Druid to help the healer and fit the theme. The party calls him Nigel Goodberry. I homebrew it, so as long as he grows the fruit on himself it stays fresh. Like I said, the DM is cool. The party isn't very comfortable with eating their friend, but they do it for the heels. The dungeon raids slowly transform into a larger plot. Some crazy dragon cult is trying to summon something that isn't quite normal. The party raids an underground tomb complex. Loom goes in first due to his comically high perception. Do not worry, little ones. I'll root them out. The rogue audibly groans as Loom goes in. Standard breaching clear room by room. All is good for a while until they bump into some drakes. We get split up by sliding walls during the fight. Loom defeats his, but is separated from the party. Slowly making his way through the caverns alone, he walks in on a group of cultists performing some kind of ritual. Everyone stops to stare at the tree that just walked in. Hello, little ones. I believe I'm lost. The cult is stunned for a moment and isn't sure what to do. Trents aren't known for adventuring or doing much of anything, really. One of the cultists wants to burn him. Loom calmly asks him why. For interrupting their ritual. Obviously. So he asks the cultist the obvious follow-up question. Did interrupting you damage the ritual? Well, no. He passes some diplomacy checks, and the cult takes pity on the Trent. They have an acolyte hold one of his branches and walk him through the caves. The nice cultist drops him off at the exit and waves goodbye. Loom stands like a tree and waits for the party to come out. The party keeps progressing slowly. Loom has been given the title Dr. Feelgoodberry. After saving the rogue, with some crude surgery involving sticks, a bundle of berries, and a pine cone. They start a collection of looted armor that they tie to Loom to boost his AC even further. He takes up brewing as a skill and begins to make apple cider out of himself. He is nothing if not industrious. The party has gotten used to eating the tree at this point, so they just go with it. The dragon cult has stepped up its game. The party raid into his swamp to hunt down the dragon they're worshipping. They slog through the marshes, slowly knocking out cultists with high-velocity apples. They are painfully close to leveling up again. Waterlogged and full of apple cider, the party encounters a mature adult black dragon at the core of a bog cave. Thank the spirits black ones don't breathe fire. Loom is holding off the big boy with his crazy AC. The fight is tough but we're doing alright. Then the dragon's young come to help. Time to retreat. 
The party is smashing young dragons, while Loom holds back Mama. Everyone is bleeding out, and pretty damn roughed up by the time we finish off the little ones. Only Loom and the wizard are still up. The DM lets the party level up mid-fight for extra suspense, and because he knows what will happen. Loom hits 12 in Trent, and becomes huge. His branches surge, growing thicker and taller. His canopy nearly brushes the cavern's ceiling. He is now the size of the dragon. Wizard hits him with Enlarge. Loom is now gargantuan, and one size larger than the dragon. He grabs the dragon and pins it to the ground. The dragon struggles and claws at the Trent's bark. Frustrated, the dragon roars at the Trent. What are you? Loom leans down in her face and speaks in a deep rumble. I'm a grapple tree. The party disbanded after defeating the dragon to go their separate ways. Loom adopts the swamp and forest the dragon was corrupting. He spends his many years protecting and taking care of the swamp, cleaning it of the cult's evil. He becomes known for his trips into the nearby towns to trade his cider and berries for intriguing stories from adventurers. The berries are traded for the stories. The cider is so they put up with the terrible jokes. Speaking of terrible jokes, I need to give user Pippi Rollingham credit for this one. This was poetry. Thanks for listening to All Things D&D's Story Dungeon. We'd love to have you subscribe and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Until next time. Ha ha ha!